Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Mind Matters. My name is Donard Juba Johnson, and I'm the Communications Manager for the Mental Health and Homeless Division. This podcast is part of the Mind Matters Behavior Health Initiative, led by Orange County Government. Our goal in this series is to provide accurate, relevant, and helpful information about mental health concerns, and to share some strategies that you and your family can use to manage these challenges. We also want to spread the message loud and clear that mental health concerns are as equally important as physical ones and that it's okay to seek help. During each episode in this series, we're going to hear from mental health professionals in order to help us dive deeper into these topics. The month of April is National Child Abuse Prevention Month and an opportunity for us to recognize the importance of families and communities working together to prevent child abuse and neglect. And today we have Kayla Crawford, founder of Purple Petals Healing Bar and a licensed mental health counselor who will discuss adverse childhood experiences, also known as ACEs. As we strive to provide you with relevant content in order to support the emotional well-being of you and your loved ones, Some information presented can trigger feelings and or emotions due to the nature of its content. If you have questions about any medical matter or your emotional well-being, you should always seek professional medical advice. This podcast discusses childhood abuse and the resulting trauma. Did you know that more than 600,000 children are abused in the U.S. each year? That's right. An estimated 618,000 were victims of abuse and neglect in 2020, the most recent year for which there is national data. However, through thoughtful dialogue and systemic advocacy, we can all make a difference in addressing child abuse and providing vulnerable youth with much-needed support networks. Here to talk with us today is Kayla Crawford a licensed mental health counselor, and the founder of Purple Petals Healing Bar. Located in Winter Garden, Florida, Purple Petals Healing Bar assists women and adolescent girls in working through relational and attachment trauma. Kayla also has over eight years of experience providing individual, family counseling, and parenting and anger management classes to children and families who were involved with the Department of Children and Families. Hello, and thanks for having me. My name is Kayla Crawford. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, and I currently own a private practice by the name of Purple Petals Healing Bar. I specialize in assisting women and adolescent girls in working through relational and attachment trauma. Today, I will be discussing adverse childhood experiences, which is also known as ACEs. I will explore adverse childhood experiences and how it impacts the body, the brain, and behaviors. So adverse childhood experiences are any traumatic event that happens to a child before the age of 18. Adverse childhood experiences causes toxic stress, which is the opposite of positive stress. When an individual has positive stress, They have the ability to respond to life events in a healthy manner. For an example, a child relocates from one school to another school and they're able to 
use coping skills to get accustomed to that change. That is an example of positive stress. Toxic stress is the opposite and it's the inability to predict when a stressful event will happen and it lacks the support of a caregiver to assist with the stressful event. So let's say a child is unable to predict the next time the home will become volatile. After that volatile incident, the child is unable to get support from the caregiver. That would be an example of toxic stress. According to 2019 National Survey of Children's Health, an estimated 42% of youth ages 6 to 11 and 50% of adolescents ages 12 to 17 has experienced at least one adverse event from a list of nine childhood adversities. Today, we will focus on childhood adversities as it relates to child abuse. So there are four different types of child abuse. The four types are physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, and neglect. So let's discuss the difference among the four. With physical abuse, it happens when a parent or a caregiver causes bodily harm to a child under the age of 18. The physical abuse could be intentional or it could be unintentional. Usually, when people hear of physical abuse, they tend to think of fractures, bruises, or wounds to the child. Oftentimes, physical abuse is associated with discipline and corporal punishment as well. So this happens in the form of spanking the child and leaving welts on the child, or it could be burning or scolding the child. Another form of abuse is sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is any sexual act between an adult and a child. Sexual abuse is fondling a child, forcing a sexual act on a child, or exposing the child to adult sexuality. Sometimes the child is too young to even comprehend what is taking place. Example of sexual abuse is forcing the child to undress, telling the child dirty stories, or touching and kissing a child's body inappropriately. While the first two forms of abuse that were mentioned are popular, the most common form of abuse is neglect. Neglect happens when a parent or caregiver refuses to provide necessities for the child when they have the means to do so. And that is very important, again, when they have the means to do so. Neglect can be separated into two categories. The two categories are physical neglect and emotional neglect. Physical neglect is failing to provide for a child's basic need, such as giving the child food in a timely manner, clothing the child, and also having shelter for the child. Emotional neglect is a lack of nurturing. So let's say the child falls down and bruises themselves, but the caregiver fails to give affection or even acknowledge that the child is hurt in any way. Emotional neglect also takes place when a child has exposure to domestic violence or substance use. 
So let's say that the child is witnessing violence within the family home or the child is also present in the home while substance use are being done or involvement is happening with the child. Emotional neglect also takes the place of abandoning the child, not providing what the child needs or putting them out when they should be in the home with the caregiver. The last form of abuse is emotional abuse. Emotional abuse happens when the caregiver behaviors conflict with the child's mental health or the ability to develop socially is compromised. Emotional abuse is anything from verbal assaults to acts of terror on the child. Oftentimes, emotional abuse is accompanied by the other forms of abuse that were mentioned or it can stand alone. Emotional abuse can have a prolonged impact on the individual psychologically, even more so than physical or sexual abuse. Overall, the four types of child abuse are all considered examples of an adverse childhood experience, and they could deeply impact the way an individual will respond to stress. The more exposure the body has to toxic stress, the harder it becomes to stay in a calm state, and this can result in the trauma response of fight or flight. Constantly being in a trauma response of fight or flight can have a lasting impact on the brain, the body, and behaviors. Exposure to ACEs impacts the brain's executive functioning. It leads to difficulties with learning, the ability to problem solve, and also difficulties with reasoning. The individual could also have a hard time managing impulsivity or controlling their anger issues. This could impact an adult's ability to parent effectively and lead to an act of child abuse, which would then be considered intergenerational child abuse. Adverse childhood experiences can also lead to disease, infections, and mental health challenges such as depression, and anxiety. It may lead to substance use challenges due to the lack of healthy, positive coping skills while managing stress. Adverse childhood experiences may even lead to an individual having difficulties trusting others, which affect their ability to maintain meaningful relationships. Even more alarming, adverse childhood experiences can lead to a shorter lifespan for adults. Yes, these effects on the brain, body, and behaviors are alarming, but there is hope. The Adverse Childhood Experience Questionnaire, which is also known as the ACES Questionnaire, consists of 10 questions. ACES screening will assist to prevent and reduce exposure to childhood adversities. ACES screening also helps identify if an individual is at risk for any social or health challenges due to childhood adversities. It can also be helpful for empowering the individual to seek treatment after they've discovered that they have been exposed to adverse childhood adversities. For each question given on the ACES questionnaire, you would answer yes 
which is equal to one point scoring. After completing the 10 questions, an individual will tally up the score. The higher the score on the questionnaire, the higher the exposure to an adverse childhood experience. For an example, question one asks, did a parent or other adult in the household often swear at you, insult you, put you down, or humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt. Question two asks, did you often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special or your family didn't look out for each other, feel close to each other or support each other? For the most part, the 10 questions are all similar in assessing for abuse, neglect, abandonment or household dysfunction. Many individuals find it alarming to learn that they, in fact, experience adverse childhood experiences as well. After completion of the questionnaire, an individual has a clearer picture for their exposure. They can now move forward and attain support while strengthening their ability to overcome the effects from an adverse childhood experience. Before closing out today, I would like to ask for a call to action. Would you complete a Google search and obtain an ACES questionnaire, tally up your scores, and see how many, if any, adverse childhood experiences are present for you? By building a community of awareness around adverse childhood experiences, we can further decrease the stigma centered around mental health. Thank you for your time today. Goodbye.